Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 57. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo! And you know it, we're back. Better than ever. We are better than we were at another time in our life. I had a song come to my head just now. I'd love to hear it. Uh, it's the song that goes, I've seen better days. <laughs> the star of many plays. Yes! Yeah. Hey, here we are. So, you know our new catchphrase. You know, I Real Talk. Pressure. Where the talk is real and the entertainment is cheap. Boom, there it is. It's real cheap. So we are excited to be here, guys. You know the drill. I'm going to tell you um, really what this is about. Real Talk's an opportunity for us to have a talk, and us, about God, life, the Bible, and how all those things fit together. Up above, you're going to see two links. The first is www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. You click the link, it's going to pull up a form-fillable box, tippity-tap. You can shoot in a topic, question. Anything you think of you'd like to see discussed or answered, and guess what? It goes into a database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And we have. We have. So, you'll also see beneath that, www.theremnant.life slash give. If this ministry's blessed you in any way, guys, we'd love for you to come beside us and, and help out a little bit. For those leery of money and like, oh, it's a scheme. Eh, don't give us anything. That's okay. But if you want to, we're there. It's completely tax deductible. We'd appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of one other thing. Uh, I think and last uh, week you mentioned compassion. Thank you. That's it. Also, these are tough times and odd times. If you're in a situation where you need some help, whether it's financial, spiritual, you need someone to talk to, maybe you need someone to even run uh, and get some food for you because, you know, you're sick, you don't want to go out there, or maybe you're an elderly person who, um, you know, is really wanting to be locked down and quarantined just to be right. safe. We would love to help you. That link would be www.theremnant.life slash compassion. You go ahead, it'll take you to really sort of an application. Yep. You fill it out with as much info and detail as you can. Hit submit and we'll get back to you within a week, probably sooner, considering where we're at and mm -hmm. we're all locked in here. That's right. It's so true. we'll do our best. Um, we would love to help you guys. Beyond that, please like, share, comment below. Let's do it. Let's have some real talk, huh? Join the movement. All right. Social media needs it. Hashtag real talk. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. We like to start real talk out every week mm -hmm. with. We, that was it? We just like to start it out. And you're like, yes, we do. <laughs> so, we like to start real talk out uh, with just kind of catching up about our lives. Yeah. Oh, no. Just, and how we're doing. No, it's me, fun. man. That's the giggles. Uh, <laughs> so, we like to start it off. We've already lost 25 people. Um, we like to start it off by just kind of talking about our weeks and catching mm -hmm. you guys up on how we're doing real talk. Hey. So, man, how's your week been? Really solid week. Um, so, <laughs> I know we, we've been talking, and we... <laughs> I can't take a drink right now. Go ahead. <laughs> so, we've been talking, and uh, something that I've been interested in a long time was stocks. Uh, you know, always been intrigued by the stock market. Have you? Yes, I have. I just... <laughs> so, you've always been intrigued by it. That's cool. I have. And uh, so, this week... This came to your mind recently? Uh, yeah. Anyway. I said we've been talking. Oh, <laughs> so, um, and we were talking about stocks, and... Uh, so I decided to actually invest a little bit, and I'm in the stock market now. It's really cool. I go through Robinhood. Um, I tried to go through uh, E-Trade, and uh, we've quickly found out that E-Trade is not fun to try to go through. So if you're well, listening, they hate e -Trade, us now. If you're listening, it's hard to sign up with you guys. <laughs> or you'll take the money and keep it there and not release it for long periods of time. Roasted. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it through uh, Robinhood, and uh, it's really exciting, man. So... I found myself even earlier today just like on there watching my total investments go up and down, up and down. It's just, it's a fun ride. So 
Mm. It's interesting, you know, because I used to, it's funny, I used to play a game on the app store, it's called Stock Wars, where it took real-time stocks, like like the amount and everything, and it gave you, you know, an invisible amount of money, and you just go and invest it and see where it went. It was pretty cool, it was just like a giant simulation, it was fun. How can you see it if it's invisible? <laughs> well, I couldn't. <laughs> Anyway, so um, that's cool. Yeah, man, it's really exciting, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's got me. I'm all giddy. I'm like, Ooh. So that's fun. Um, other than that, I've had a pretty good week. I know. Uh, just it's it's very interesting to be out and about uh, when I can be because um, I don't. You know, even before all this happened, I feel like I don't go out a whole <laughs> lot. <laughs> but um, when I do now. Um, you can still sense, like, I haven't, you know, I've been to Walmart a couple times here and there, and I've been, you know, out, you know, through the drive throughs of restaurants or whatever, and, um, I don't know. The idea of, so, I kind of came up with this thought, it might have been last week, um, about retail, retail workers and their jobs and everything, because I feel like there's this weird, I feel like people look at retail workers and they kind of look down on them a lot of the times, um, as like, you know, whether they're not smart or they're not educated or all these things, or, you know, they can't do things right, so they have to go to this place, right? But it's funny how in a state of emergency where people are desperate, who's open? Retail people, you know, and it's just so interesting how that works, you know, because they can, they can tend to look at those people with, with having no value, but here they are in dire times, you know. Still well, working. it's also silly that people put value on human beings based on what they do. Ex- oh, absolutely. So, but so yeah. it's just very interesting seeing all that. And it's just been, uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of opened my eyes a little bit more to that specifically, but also just opened my eyes more to just you know people in general. I know when, when all this first started happening, we were talking about how you know we're starting to see cracks in the shells of humanity, especially you know, but, uh, you know especially ones around us. And it's just I don't know, man. Very interesting. So overall, it's been good. You know, I'd say the piece that I was talking about these past couple of weeks is still there. You know. The reality is, is that it is what it is, and uh, you know we're just doing our best to work through it. You know, and one thing that I'm very proud about is us continuing to try to push into you know ministry and you know keep giving people what they need. So I don't know, man. Just really good. I'm in a really good place, and I'm you know very excited for what we're going to be doing. I know we've we've been in the talking about <clears throat> continuing with different media projects, and you know. Hopefully this is you know this is going to be a week where we really start to launch a bunch of it. So I don't know, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. The stock that was kind of that was kind of a jumble of everything. But oh, it's real talk. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know I've <laughs> had a little frustration with my stock adventure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They have taken my money and have not placed it for me to invest. So um, you've transferred the money from my account. You know, and I'm not a not a wealthy man, so it's true. Really could uh, could use. So, um, uh, ooh, yeah, it's been it's been uh, that's been interesting. I did something terrible here. Yeah, you just gotta, oh, just you. pick it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, here you go. I get tightened somehow. There you go. Well, well. <laughs> anyway, real talk. Try grabbing this part right here. I'm just pulling it up. No, it's, it's, it just keeps sliding back. Uh, all right. Well, oh, that's hilarious. That's good, man. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, these are strange times for sure. Absolutely. 
but so I'll tell you about my week. <sighs> I was literally about to ask you. You cannot have awkward silences about, was, when we are on the air. <laughs> I'm not waiting ten minutes for you to ask me. I was you guys are longtime viewers. This fits the normal mo listen, around here. Listen. As long as I ask him his week, it's all that matters. <laughs> listen, there, it's hard to decipher sometimes because there's times where you sometimes I'll because uh, it always start with me talking about my week, right? And then you'll t- you'll you'll go into that sometimes, which I did, but when there's like a thirty second pause. Anyway, how's your week been? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh man, this quarantine's getting to us. Um. Been been pretty good. What were you gonna say? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just laughing. What are you saying? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think it, it, it's a, it's an interesting time. It's a surreal time um, here in Indiana. If you're watching this from outside the state, I know we do get people that mm-hmm. do that here in Indiana. Um, <clears throat> I know it's, it's sort of different state to state. On I don't know. Actually, I haven't looked this week to see if everyone's doing what Indiana's doing. Which is closing restaurants to people coming mm-hmm. in, those kinds of things, other than carry out. <clears throat> it is a surreal time. Uh, I know that our governor here in Indiana released some stuff yesterday, letting us know this is going to go through. I mean, who knows how long this is going to go, but it's got extended, I believe, through the end of April. I know uh, President Trump also mentioned that he's extending the social distancing guidelines until the end of April. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they're prepping and they're calling people, med- all medical professionals, whether retired, whether students, you know, because they're expecting this influx of cases mid-April, I believe. Uh, And, you know, I hesitate to even talk about that because I know that a lot of people, a lot of people out there, a lot of you guys are very panicked. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to admit it. I've yet to hear someone admit, I'm panicked, Mm -hmm. even though we will say people are panicked. But then where are these people? Because no one's admitting it. And it's okay to admit that you're struggling with anxiety through this stuff. In fact, comment below if you're a person, if you want to be honest, and you might encourage some else and say, hey, you know what? I've been struggling with anxiety about all this. Because sometimes it's not even the virus itself. It's yeah. this the idea that everything is changing right now. Mm-hmm. Our normal way of life has been disrupted. Um, so yeah, it's it's a surreal time. Um, but I also think, and I've said this from the beginning, that it is a unique time and, a, and an opportunity to slow down mm-hmm. and um, reevaluate and realign your life. And as as believers too, if you're out there watching this as a as a Christian. To really wrestle with the areas in, our, in your faith that are weaker. Hmm. Because I'm going to tell you, like we've talked about, I like what you said. You know, one of the ways we described it is all of this is sort of showing the cracks in the paint. The areas we've painted over, saying, mm-hmm. oh, I believe, I'm strong, you know, I'm a Christian and this. And all of a sudden we're starting to see, okay, well, what really happens when scary times come? What really happens when there's a real cost? What really happens when the call to love your neighbor as yourself might cost you for real? That's right. Whatever that is. And we've been talking about that a lot here at the church. You can go back and watch our uh, messages and some of the things, uh, sort of the challenge to that. Of, right. of not being selfish in a time when everybody's telling you to be selfish. Because That's being true. protective and wise does not mean selfish. And though, Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somehow, sometimes people think that. Yes, that's a, um, that's a great point. So yeah, it's an interesting time. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, praise God. Yeah, we'll keep it that way. As far as my joy and attitude and stuff, um, I'm hesitant about how real to get. As you know, I had a bit of an issue or uh, an event happen yesterday, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And out of respect for the person, I would never say their name or anything like that or give any hint to who they are. But I had a person from my, from my past, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine, a guy, who I spoke with. I have not talked to him 
Oh man, I bet you it's years, been yeah. years. I mean, I know it's been years, but it might have been five years since there was even a hello. It might be longer than that. Wow. And this guy was a guy that I had and um, a lot of respect for. He was a Christian before I was, uh, meaning like I knew him as a Christian before I knew Christ. And he was one of the few people that I met that I rem- that gave Christianity a positive picture to me as a non-believer. Someone who was genuinely loving, who had everything, good looks, popular money, came from a good family, and yet still loved people and treated everyone the same and was humble. And hmm. that I didn't see much of that. So I uh, touched base with him yesterday. I've been back on the book as of late. <laughs> Facebook, it makes me nervous. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been on there and asked that. I've had people reach out because, you, yeah. you know, that I haven't talked to. I mean, it's I literally was off Facebook for like two years it beyond just, yeah. just getting on every now and then. Right. And um, so... I won't go into everything, but this guy was in ministry for a long time, and um, he's not anymore. And his, I don't even know how to describe it. We, we had to talk about where he's at in his faith and um, how he views Jesus now, and it's changed. And it messed with me. Conversation messed with me. Not that, I don't judge him. I think he's on a journey. I, I, I don't know where, um, I was sad not in a arrogant sense of like I feel bad for this guy that's walked away from the faith or whatever, but in a sense of if this can happen to this guy who checks all the boxes for modern American Christianity, for him to succeed, mm. and when he left, and he's still successful by the way, doing doing awesome things. Yeah. Um, but for him to say, yeah, he was hurt and betrayed, and he sees all these negative things in the churches, it it you know me, those of you that know me personally. I try not to say this too much, but I have a lot of problems. I used to have a lot of problems with the church. Um, you know, and it, I struggled with the, the, the idea because of the culture. And, it, you know, I loved Jesus. But for a long time, I thought I could separate Jesus from the church. And, you know, I know scripturally I can't because I'm a part of that regardless. But there's a, I don't know, man, I, I felt some deep conviction. And I still haven't processed it all in the sense that, and I'm just going to say it, you know, whatever. <clears throat> if you're a ministry, if you're a pastor out there watching this, I know some of you guys do. Um, don't take offense to this because I'm not thinking of an individual when I yeah. say what I'm about to say. But I found myself sort of being, I realized that I've slipped into the system, that I started caring, that I started, you know, that the responsibility of making sure that I always put, I'm a good representative to our body, our church, that. I started caring a lot what a lot of you pastors and a lot of people out there think. And, you know, I've always said this, you know this, none of them will say negative things to my face, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people say negative things to other people about our church and about us. And, and it's never about anything real. Um, and it, I don't know, man, I, I, I just, there's this sense of the Holy Spirit being like, where has your heart been lately? Have you been... Have you allowed fear of other of man of man to outweigh um, your desire to please God sometimes? And I mm. and, and I think that I did. And in a weird way, you know, the reason we did this was to reach people that maybe the traditional church sometimes misses. Um and I think we've done that. Oh, and I'm absolutely. not saying we've done anything bad, but at the same time, my heart, this is just taught, I, I think that I began to care what the whispers were and to, to let them tell me whether I was doing right or wrong when I know what the Bible says and they don't know my heart. And I don't know, man, like we've, we've got to do something different. 
And and the, the sad thing is a lot of this guy's criticisms, regard I don't agree with his and he knows this, I don't agree with his conclusion. Because I think he threw the baby out with the bathwater, as mm-hmm. the saying goes. Um, because, but there is something wrong with the way we do things and the culture we've created. Um, both church to church and how we view each other sometimes is we will say we're on the same team, but it doesn't show itself in day-to-day life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been, a, you've been a believer. It's something you noticed. I remember the first time you told me this. I was like, I don't understand why churches are like this. Like, you didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't either. I did not. And that's sad, man, that, you know, within the first year of you being a believer, you had to come and say, Todd, what's going on, man? Why are people like this? Like, I thought, you know, and now I hate to say it, but you've you've learned and you've become a little jaded to how people can be. Oh, absolutely. And it's really sad because for me, you know, personally, like, I never thought I would be that way, you know? I always thought, yeah, I'd be open to whoever, you know, but yeah. even early on, like, like, now, because I still consider myself a fresh Christian, really, when I think about it, like in, in overall grand scheme of things, but, you know, it's, I do feel that, and I do feel like that tension, and we've talked about it before, and it's just, it's it's insane, man, like, I can't, it's hard to wrap my head around the idea that people who are on the same team are so against each other, it makes no sense, um, anyways. <clears throat> no, no, I'm listening, man, I'm, I'm yeah. not, yeah, you're right, we should be on the same, but we don't view it that way, and it's because we let hu- human pride that's reality, guys. We let pride come into it. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just got a sense again of how fake, I'm sorry to use that word, I know it's a, an aggressive word, a lot of the culture we create is. And there was a comment, man, I don't want to even use this personal conversation, but I, it was so powerful. And if he watches this, man, I hope you take this as you impacted me. It's not a judgment, but he said, I gave everything I could to church, to Jesus, mm-hmm. and I was burned. He goes, it should have given me life, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about the weights we put on each other and the weird culture we create where, you know, in, in, in Christendom, where, again, we fake it, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, we're afraid to share real sin struggles because... We've created that. We talk about all the time. And what makes me mad is even as I say this, everyone out there is going to be like, oh, I heard my pastor talk about it and, and praise God. I hope he did. But, you know, I'm part of the problem too. If all if Christendom has this problem, we all are, yep. of being fake and, you know, not being real and not and feeling scared to share real burdens and feeling scared. It's like we're trying to create these carbon copies of each other. Yep. But we don't even know who the original was to, that we copied because I don't think it's Jesus. I think it's some weird caricature of what a christian is mm-hmm. even the way they dress man all the way down to, to to the language and i don't know i i just it's wrong man i really think it's wrong i think it's wrong and and what happens is and what i found myself doing is sometimes you feel this pressure to compromise christian leaders out there because I believe a lot of most pastors do have a good heart and they want to serve Jesus and Absolutely. and we all I, I believe that and they're on mission and they do amazing work. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, I I'm a fan of church. You know that. Yes, churches and absolutely. and you know this. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't talk bad about other pastors. I don't. No. Because even those of you out there that talk bad about me, I don't talk bad about you because um, I take what scripture says, you know, and God's put you there and uh, I don't, you know, for what purpose. So I'm gonna honor that. And I know it's a tough job. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just I, I, I know the pressure's there, and so it can sometimes be easy to compromise in areas because 
you can become popular mm -hmm. if you if you fit the mold, right? Yeah, absolutely. and and that that makes me sad though because I th I don't I, some of it's good. Some of the copying, by the way, like the mold is good, right? I'm not saying it all needs to, but some of it isn't. And um, being judgmental and hateful and trying to tear like guys, listen to me. Your goal should always be restoration. Your goal should always be to even people that you disagree with. Like it, I, you're not the judge. Well, the Bible says we can judge it. Yes, we are to do that. But what's the purpose? To always bring us back to Jesus. So That's even right. if someone, a pastor, a church, like another Christian in your in your congregation, your brother, or sister, like we don't judge to judge and condemn. We judge to realign and point people back to Jesus. Does this make sense at Absolutely, all? Absolutely, man. So I don't know, man. So all that to be said, it was a good thing. I had a moment of conviction and repentance in the sense that like I'm going to go hard for the kingdom and I'm going to be who God's called me to be and we're going to just chase people and we're going to love people where they're at and if you don't like it, well, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we've been, and I don't mean this as an insult to anyone out there again, Okay, but I'm allowed to say things uh, that have been said to me. You know, our, I've been told our church takes grace too far, for instance. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep taking it farther. And we're going to keep taking it farther. And That's we're right. going to go, because I know this, in the midst of our sin, Jesus Christ saved us, is what Scripture says. So if we got to go to those places, we're going we're gonna to go. And um, I don't know, man. Pray for us out there as, as we do. And I'm praying for you guys. And, man, we're all on the same team. Let's, let's be a light in a city on a hill and... Let's make people want want what we have instead of being mm -hmm. afraid. Because I do think sometimes people want to go to church, but they're afraid because they know entering into that culture means they're opening themselves up to a pack of hyenas, pack of wolves. Mm -hmm. You know, Does that make sense? Absolutely. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, I don't know. So anyway, I know that sounds negative. It isn't. It's, yes, <clears throat> there's stuff wrong with Christian. I'm going to quit. I don't care. Like it is, right? And we certainly don't have it perfect here. Hey, no. I don't think we're perfect. Just in case you need me to tell you that, I feel like I have to preface every good thing I say about our church with a bad because people will get angry. Right. We are not perfect. No. I'm a mean guy. I'm whatever you want to say, but I know Jesus and I want other people to. Amen. Bottom line. So we're excited, man. And, and I don't, you know, I just, I think coming back to where we're at culturally right now with all this quarantine lockdown, what a cool opportunity for us to, to be united. Absolutely. And uh, you don't get to decide who's a part of Christendom. You don't get to decide this church is, this church isn't, mm. um, you know, these Christians are, these Christians aren't, uh, man, I don't know. So it's That's hard to put into words. I know, man, no, you, probably, probably confused awesome. a lot of people, but just, I'm so. excited and I'm thankful, man, for, for Jesus and, uh, grace and who he really is. And, mm. um, you know, I'm, I think my dad would be okay. This, my dad is a, is a follower now. And one of the cool things about him, and we had a good talk is, yeah, that dude will be a killer for the kingdom. Uh, killer, not murderer. Um, <laughs> is, uh, you know, he he just wants Jesus. And I, it, it was cool because it's a reminder. That's what it's about. You're not following the fads. You're not following even what's popular. Because honestly, truth is, what's popular probably isn't following Jesus. That's just truth. It's good, dude. All the time. It just, real good. It just isn't. And if it does follow him, the, the crowd gets thinner the more cost there is. You know what I'm saying? Apologize for rambling, but no, dude, I try to be real about where I'm at. That's real good. I, I'll take any of your rambling, rambles any day. Don't make me cry. I'm just kidding. So anyway, we love you guys. We're so excited. And this is a big part of it. And I do think, you know, what a cool opportunity we have to sit and have chats with you guys and 
and talk about life and God and all that stuff. I'm into that, dude. For real, it's a it's a surreal surreal thing. It really is. So cool. Thank you for your mind, and thank you for your mind. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hey, we're gonna dive into some questions here <clears throat> for intern Clint. So like you better get going on the time. You doing all right on time, intern Clint? He gives me a nod. Are you guys doing – question number one. Are you guys doing anything for people that need anything at this time since the stores are being ransacked? Would you be willing to spare a roll of toilet paper? Uh, this is funny that this, this question is being asked because we actually literally just discussed something similar to this. Um, you know, earlier in this video he mentioned compassion ministry. So, you know, I'll mention it again. You know, if you guys are – you know, if you're watching this and you need help. Even toilet paper. Absolutely. Even – it can be anything. Any sort of request that you that you need, you know, just fill out that application. Again, it's www.therendant.life slash compassion. Um, and we'll do our best to fulfill it. You know, we're definitely thinking of ways – you know, we're always trying to think of ways to help, you know, in the community, you know, our congregation, everybody. So, um, yes, absolutely. Uh we're looking for ways to help. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Are, are we doing anything? This is part of it. We're going to be with, with, you know, we pray this ends soon, but with it, the possibility of, a, of another couple of months of this kind of being unable to physically gather and that mm -hmm. kind of thing, we are already brainstorming. In fact, we have a meeting after this um, right. about ways to bless the community, ways to give resources to the community, mm -hmm. ways to reach into people's homes through media uh, to encourage and man, give some good news and those kinds of things. So, yeah, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> John Krasinski uh, from the office. Solar idea. And um, so, yeah, we're we're definitely looking. We're open to ideas. You know, uh, I do know our life group mm -hmm. is is in looking into doing some things for the local. I don't know what the words are. Are they called retirement homes, elderly homes? Um, I don't know what they're called, but you know what I mean. Nursing homes, yeah, those kinds of things. Homes, yeah, they're homes. <laughs> I think my um, about how to you know bless people with Absolutely. that and stuff like that. So uh, we're excited about that. Would you want me to spare? Would you be you? Would you be willing to spare a roll of toilet paper? You know what? We'll spare two. Like I said, like he said, in all seriousness, I think that part was probably joking. But if you really are a person out there that couldn't get any because people went nuts, yeah, shoot a compassion, shoot us a message. Actually, drop a comment below. We'll get we'll a hold of you. Out. We'll figure it out. We'll Absolutely. give you some toilet paper. I'll make some. Whatever. We'll make some. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Nice. Right. You're getting good at that. Uh, I'm all right, I guess. Uh, <laughs> question number two. So I already talked to one person about this, but I want your guys' opinion as well. I don't know why I said as well. This is two. Anyways, um, is it wrong or unbiblical, um, unbiblical to be homosexual? I haven't ever seen this church before, but it popped into my suggestions, and I wanted to know more about this. Uh, so, can I have that card? Yeah. Um, is it wrong or unbiblical to be homosexual? Well, let's talk about what be homosexual means. If you mean... Is is homosexuality a sin? Yes, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. We talk about this a lot. To be clear, and we we will keep talking about this because it's a very uh, confusing topic for some people. So we we're not even going to discuss momentarily. We don't really care. Um, do I think it's possible that people have a predis predisposition? And have homosexual feelings? Sure, I believe that. I believe that there is attraction. To homos, to there are people that struggle with attraction of the same sex. Absolutely, but that doesn't mean it's okay. As an example, AJ and I are both guys that are unmarried. 
mm-hmm. we have at moments a feeling or desire of sexual attraction to multiple women. Absolutely. 100%. Um, that's not okay either. In fact, sexuality is beautiful and it's a gift and from God, however, it is a gift meant to be opened and used in one context. Mm-hmm. How do I know that? You don't get to determine, I don't get to determine what the gift is meant for. Does this make sense? So, Absolutely. Um, God created sex, so he gets to define it. And sex is, biblically, between a man and a woman within uh, the confines of marriage. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that. So that would mean homosexuality already breaks the first one yep. between a man and a woman. Okay? But also... We're held to the same standard uh, in the sense that we, it doesn't matter who we're attracted to, unless we're married That's right. to a woman, that's we right. can enjoy sex. So no, some of cannot. you might say, what if I get married to that person? Well, that's another thing. Marriage is not defined by the government or culture. Marriage gets to be defined by the creator, and the creator says that marriage is meant to be between a man and a woman. That's right. So here's the thing. I have a lot of sympathy for um, homosexuals out there, or those struggling with that. All of Christianity... So hear me, I'm not saying that you don't have those real feelings, and I think sometimes it does you a disservice to tell you that, because then you start feeling like something's really messed up with you, that you have those feelings. The best way to do it is to compare it to sexual sin in general. That's right. Any sexual activity outside of the way God created it between a man and a woman in the confines of marriage is wrong. Yep. Um, So why do people have attraction to the opposite sex then? Well, that's a product of sin. And we mm-hmm. talk about that, guys. Sin is not just those actions. Sin is a nature. It's like a disease that has symptoms. And yeah, one of the yep. symptoms for some people is homosexual behavior. A symptom, a symptom for any, for a, you know, a heterosexual, let's say male, is for sex with, with other women. Yep. Right? There are married guys out there. Your battle with lust doesn't stop the moment you put a ring on and say, I do. Mm-hmm. So that's a product of sin. Um, now here's the good news you know first and foremost you need to deal with this person that asked this question uh, are you a believer are you saved mm-hmm. um, that should be your concern don't worry about whether homosexuality sends you to hell uh, even if you fixed that without Jesus we are all doomed to be separated from God and that's what hell is mm-hmm. so yes it's wrong I could give you countless scriptures um, I'd probably just open up and find one but uh, I know in Corinthians, Galatians, uh, I believe, you know, numerous places. I'll try to see if I can find one. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all, uh, you know, when it lists out sins, you know, sin in general. Really <coughs> good, man. I like what you said. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's not the only thing you got to worry about. Yeah, sexual immorality. Flee from sexual immorality. Sexual immorality is anything outside of the way God... Um, you know, God defines sex. So that's pretty much the gist of it. Is there anything you think we should touch on other than that? Because um, we do get this question a lot. I'm th- okay with continuing to have this discussion. Absolutely. I think, sure. I think the biggest thing to take from what you said is, like you said, like, don't worry about wh- whether you being homosexual or not. I mean, is that a sin? Yes. but And you should battle it. Yes. Absolutely, you should battle it. But that's not the only thing. You know, that's not the only thing that, that like, what Todd said would... would send you to hell you know um we're all guilty um and without jesus you know you know that we're going into the afterlife on our own merit instead of jesus christ and uh if you're not going into it on uh, jesus's merit then it's not going to be good 
So, yes, that's the best thing to take from it is that's not the only thing. You know, we're, we're all guilty. And, you know, the only difference between, you know, someone who is practicing, you know, homosexual homosexuality and me is I believe in Christ. Mm. And I follow Christ. That's mm. it. That's the only difference. Dude, that's so good, man. And, um... <clears throat> You uh, you talked about it when we, when he says, you know, we need on Jesus' merit. When we go before God, you know, you either get judged by yours or Christ. Mm. And if any of us are judged on ours, then we're in trouble. Yep. Um, so you can look at First <clears throat> Timothy one. I have to find the exact reference. I want to give a verse so people don't think we're just making this up if they just hopped in. Right. <clears throat> I believe it's a. Where are we at here? <laughs> Keep talking. Here. Buy some time. Buy some time. Buying time. Listen, if you're if you're interested in stocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, I suggest you. Robin. <laughs> I, I, I tried to fight out. Fight for you. Shout out. <laughs> um. So, for instance, he says, we know this is in First uh, Timothy one, starting at verse nine. We know that the law is not meant for a righteous person, but for the lawless and rebellious. <clears throat> for the ungodly and sinful, for the unholy and irreverent, for those who kill their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexual and moral and homosexuals. So interesting. I like that because it puts sexual and moral and homosexuals together. Both are practicing um, sex sex outside of the way God intended. That's and good. both is sinful. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Long story short, yes. Awesome. Or short story long. I don't know. Short story long. <laughs> Here we go. Do you think we need other people? I know the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone, but is it a need for us to be in a relationship with people, or can relationship with God fully sustain us? Um, I'd like to think that relationship with God could fully sustain you, but you're not faithful enough to do that. Um, that's truth. Um, that's pretty good, actually. So God, I think the reason why God, you know, made it, made all of us to be in relationship with each other because I think he knew that. I think he knew, you know, from the beginning that we wouldn't be able to, you know, withstand that relationship with him and, you know, be perfect with it. So that's why he put us together, you know, to band together and, you know, help each other and always point each other back towards him. And um, so I, I do think we need each other. Um, and, you know, Jesus speaks clearly on this when he talks about, you know, people who don't believe that they're going to know they're going to know who we are by our love for one another anyway. So, you know, we are a necessity to each other to show other people Christ. It's good, man. Um, I like that. Yeah. Um, yes. God can sustain you. Uh, you know, you always think if you're on a desert island, God doesn't stop being God. And he, he's going to be faithful and give you peace. And, and, and the truth is, at the end of the day, it's you and him anyway, right? No mm-hmm. one can fulfill relationship with you the way God can because at the end of the day when I go to bed at night even if I have a wife beside me it's still me in here dealing yep. with all my stuff and only God is can fully can enter into that yeah yep that's good um, but I do think I like what you said in the connection to the church you know we're all part of the body of Christ we're connected regardless mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we are to be in community together for a lot of reasons you know Galatians 6 2 says to carry each other's burdens and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ well in order to carry to fill the law of Christ we carry each other's burdens well, you can't carry each other's burdens unless you know they're there, and you can't know they're there unless you're in community, right? <laughs> That's I right. mean, truthfully. So, it's um, a circle. Yeah, nice. And I know Hebrews talks about... Um, Hebrews talks about, do not neglect to meet together, as is the habit of some. You know, another warning that we... there's a, there's a It's not good to neglect 
to meet together. Interesting, we're in a time where yeah. you know we yeah. can't meet together physically, but we need to find ways to do that. So that's right. Yeah, um, God can sustain us, but don't use that as an excuse, as an excuse yeah. not to be in community, which is also commanded and and yes, told to absolutely. us. I feel like I'm off today. I don't think so. All right, moving on. You got your last one here? All right, last one. Yes. Last question of the day is, what does it mean to be fearfully and wonderfully made? How can we live in that? Fearfully and wonderfully made comes from a psalm, actually, um, where it talks about that we are fearfully and wonderfully... Wonderly? See what I meant? (laughs) Wonderly made. We are wonderly made. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Psalm 139. Okay. Dude, you're like this perfect uh, host today. All right, let's do that. (laughs) Must be the drink. And I, on the other hand, am completely off in all ways. And I don't know why that is. Ooh, it did open up up kind of right to it. 139 says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. Psalm 139. You know when I sit down and when I stand up, you understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You're aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. The extraordinary knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. Hmm. It goes on just that God is everywhere. And you go at verse 13. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made or fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I think my bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret. So the idea is God knows every part of you. He knows you inside and out. He even goes on to talk about your bones. You weren't you were an accident. You were intentional. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter your circumstances. And that, first of all, there's comfort in that, that you can't hide from God, so don't even try. He knows you, which means he knows your flaws, and he knows all those things. And... To know you're fearfully and wonderfully made means to know that you were created and loved by God and intentional. And even when the world tells you that you're not valuable, like we talked about earlier, or the world tells you that your mistakes define you or that God doesn't want you anymore, you can always remember that if he fearfully and wonderfully made you and he knows every part of you, then um, that's not true, right? That you're loved and valuable because he made you. So, good. so how do you live out of that? I think I just told you. You know, rem- reminder that your circumstances don't define you. Other people don't define you. And even your sin doesn't define you in Christ. Amen. Um, so, yeah, live out of that. You are intentional. You're not an accident. And God loves you right where you're at. That's awesome. You got anything else? Explosion. Um, no. Uh, I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. One thing I want to talk about. Remember we talked about doing our good news. Oh, yes. So I want to point this yes. out. I got a bone to pick with John Krasinski who played Jim in The Office. Hey, I think Jim. it's John, right? Uh, That's his name? John Krasinski, yeah, that's right. Well, last week, actually a couple weeks ago, we came up with the thought, an idea of doing a little segment called Good News. That's true. In fact, we did it on Real Talk Live. Yes, we did. And we were going to do it every day since, and we haven't because we had to get the green screens launched work. It's <clears throat> However, t- come to find out over the weekend, Mr. John Krasinski... Hollywood actor, leading man, Jim from The Office, he decided to create a little show called Some Good News. Man, you just had to put some in front of it, didn't you, Jim? Yeah, and use your fancy connections with Steve Carell and all these other people. Anyway, we really do think that's cool, but uh, <laughs> I think that's a great thing that he's doing. 
Um, but we're going to still do ours, I think. But I just yeah. wanted to mention this so when people inevitably tell us we're copying John Krasinski, you can go back and see that there's proof the, that we, we did, did first. We did it, you know. He just actually followed through. <laughs> so, uh, that, hey, shout out, though, in all seriousness yeah, to that absolutely. guy because so what a cool, cool yeah, you know, just the idea that we got enough negativity, let's do some positive stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to say before we head out? Uh, just thank you guys so much for watching uh, episode 57. Uh, hope you guys are, wh whether you're listening uh, through the podcast, which should be up later today, or, you know, watching here or on YouTube, wherever you're watching from, just thank you so much for being faithful to us and to God by, you know, just watching this. And if you like and share it, hey, you're part of this ministry as well. So thank you so much. Uh, you guys bless me more than you know. Appreciate you. Awesome. And, um, yeah, for those listening from the podcast, give us some grace. We're going to get better at the ums and the yes. And yeah. Because, you know, we're used to, well, on a video, it's not as noticeable. Right. But if you're just listening Listen to a podcast, oh, it's yeah. pretty bad. So, <laughs> hey, we got you covered. We were rookies when it came to video earlier in our in our career here, and we're going to get better um, even on the podcast. And what people don't understand is we legitimately are not scripted in any way here. No, nothing. So we try not to even, this sounds crazy, talk about the, nah, these questions really. so that we can have a real conversation in front of you. So we'll get better. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys know the links are above. We love you guys so much. Please like, share, comment, all that good stuff. If you, <clears throat> if you haven't liked our, our church page, take a second and go do that. We really appreciate it. It's the Remnant mm -hmm. Church. You click like, follow, and see first so you can keep up to date. Um, you know, we are going to continue to put out new content. We're excited. We've got a kids, uh, Real Talk Kids edition coming out yes, that we've good. had for probably a couple months. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so that'll be neat yes. for them to see. It's a really good episode. We'll probably, no promises on when that's coming out. We also right. have the blooper reel oh, yes. from our earlier episodes. We're going to keep trying to encourage you guys, keep yes. trying to give you some positivity and keep trying to be a light to you. So mm. you guys are a light to us. So thank you so much for that. We hope you guys have a great day and truly God bless you.